To grow your business and before you can execute any great sales process, you have to get leads first. Jesse Stoddard helps companies like yours get more clients, customers, and patients while increasing profits 24 hours per day. Well, hello, everybody. It's your friend Jesse Stoddard here. And uh, today I titled this Ciphering and Decoding the Cryptic Language on Bailout Sites. <laughs> uh, I know, that's a funny title. Uh, here's the reason. This is a kind of a part three in my good news for business or part four, however how many parts we're doing here. Because some of my previous posts, I attempted to be one of the first ones to give you information on all the government bailouts and opportunities to help with uh, a business. Uh, since that time, uh, you've probably gotten a bazillion emails from everybody you know about it, and they all say the same thing, and it's not really clear. So today, I want to clarify a couple things uh, for you. Before I go further, if you are a small business, now we help two different kinds of businesses. Um, with the Stoddard Agency, we primarily work on small business, and then uh, with uh, Vantage Targeting, which I partner with, we we are working with businesses doing five million above. But especially uh, if you're a smaller business. Uh, and you're looking for a really great um, system to get through these challenging times, go to challengingtime.com, challengingtime.com. All right, now let's get to it. So there's basically uh, two main government aid programs that can help you survive COVID-19. And uh, I've talked about them in, in past posts here, but we've got the Paycheck Protection Program, and then we have loans. Okay, now, uh, and they're really confusing. If you go to the SBA website, it sounds like you just fill, and if you put your your information and download their form, it's like a two-page PDF. However, after you fill that in, it's they want 15 different things from you that take you a week to gather. And there's a lot of, you know, there's going to be a lot of red tape on it. So let's go over the differences here. So first of all, the Paycheck, uh, Paycheck Protection Program is related to the CARES Act, CARE, C-A-R-E, and it helps your business receive loans to help you cover for paid sick leave, payroll shortages, and expenses stemming from like group health care benefits, you know, which if that affects mortgage payments, salaries, and any other debt obligations. So that right there is confusing to me. And that's me consolidating like 14 paragraphs into a sentence, and it's still confusing. I think this is what it means. The PPP or the Paycheck Protection Program is meant to incentivize the business uh, if you're small, which means you have less than 500 employees by their definition, to keep all their employees on the payroll for at least eight weeks. So if you can keep your employees, this is not if all your employees have gone and already filed for unemployment, then you're, this is not for you. So if you're going to keep them on the payroll, then the SBA will forgive loans received through that program. Otherwise, the loan has a maturity of two years and an interest rate of 1%. Now, that's not bad. So you're still going to have to jump through some hoops to get it and fill out a lot of paperwork. By the way, if you're like me uh, and you're an agency with people offshore that help you do labor, that then it doesn't count. They only want US uh, employees that have to live here and work here. So right off the bat, you might not have caught that in the fine print. So if you're you're employing people all over the world remotely, you know, like many of us do now in this day and age, uh, it doesn't count. So you just throw that one out of the window, okay? Uh, now, that's a pretty good uh, 1% for two years is not bad. I mean, that's like a that's a good deal. So it might be worth looking into. Uh, still, it's only forgiven if you are actually able to, you know, essentially, you know, prove that it's to keep everybody on the payroll. That's the primary purpose of it. 
Now there's the economic injury disaster loans and the economic injury disaster loan advance. And those are two different things, but they're essentially all part of the loan. And they're saying that a part of it is forgiven. So the loan, the economic injury disaster loan, that's the EIDL, it's a long-standing government program. It's been around and it's designed to help small businesses who've been hit with economic injury. Okay. So it'll provide you up to $2 million of financial aid. The amount of assistance is determined by the scale of economic injury your business has suffered. So it depends on how much you've suffered and you got to show that. Now, while you can apply for both the paycheck, uh, paycheck Protection and Economic Injury Disaster Loan Programs together, you could do both. It's important to know that you can't combine the two loans to pay for the same expense. So you couldn't combine uh, both loans to cover, you know, rent and insurance or, you know, you know, or, or, or uh, other mortgage interest or whatever. You have to use one for one expense and one for the other. And you got to show that very specifically. Now, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Advance so this is all this is specific to COVID-19 that they added to the to the regular program that's been around forever. Now, the, and this is the CARES Act. OK, uh, that's enabled small business owners to apply for the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Advance, and it's up to ten thousand dollars. OK, now the SBA has traditionally not considered lost revenue to qualify you for economic injury. The loan advance program changes that and is specifically tailored to cover from a temporary loss of revenue. The loan advance will not have to be repaid in that case. So that might be worth looking into. Um, and, and you got it and you apply and basically you find out information on covid19relief.sba.gov. That's covid19relief.sba.gov. Uh, but before you do that, I, I want to, you need to think about a couple things. Okay, first of all, because everybody I know is talking about this stuff right now, but before you're committing, you got you to talk to your attorney and your accountant. Because there's implications that it's going to have. You, it's going to affect your business, your credit score, your tax filings. Um, are you first of all? Are you a small business? You you have to be under 500, except for certain manufacturers can go above that in specific situations. But nonprofits, freelancers, sole proprietors also can qualify for it. So as a small business, and now the interest on the on on the uh, economic injury disaster loan. That's the EIDL. There is interest rate on it. Now, the $10,000 advance doesn't have to be repaid, but the rest of your loan will need to be paid back. So for small businesses, the interest rate's about 3.75% on that, I think. Uh, don't quote me. Check the website, but that's last I saw. And payment is automatically deferred for the first year, though interest will still be accruing. Now, before I go further, and in case you're coming in late on this, I am not an attorney or an accountant. In fact, I have no qualifications at all. Don't, no one should ever do anything that I recommend ever. <laughs> Let's just get the disclaimer out of the way. Uh, you need to do your due diligence, but I'm just giving, you know, just from my perspective, I'm giving some information that I've gleaned through summarizing these websites and they're really long. Uh, you got to track all your expenses. So if you do secure that PPP loan, the paycheck one, you got to track your expenses for eight weeks, probably more, and then submit your records to the lender, which, you know, so any of your local bank will do this. Like if you're at Chase or Bank of America or whoever, any of the big banks, especially, usually you just go through your bank to get this. Uh, and then you wait in line uh, virtually for a long time because everybody's swamped. Um, the lender's gonna determine which portion of your loan was used for expenses and convert those portions of the loan into the grant, which you don't have to repay. To secure the maximum forgiveness, keep careful records of how you, you're going to spend this thing. So just like any loan, they are going to watch it. You don't just get the money. Uh, and if you want to apply uh, for uh, assistance, uh, if you've been affected, um, then these programs are here for you. 
You know, I, again, I talk to your, your professionals, your attorneys, your accountants, if you've got a complicated situation of any kind. And um, you got to remember that there is, you know, there, there's ramifications for taking loans, but it might be a good option. It might be the only option you have right now. And uh, some of it doesn't have to be paid back or you got really low interest rates. So I'm not, I'm not, this is good news. These are opportunities for business to stay in business. Now I'm in a funny situation here because I'm supporting a bunch of local businesses and helping them not have to do these programs. Uh, I'm, they still might, you know, I don't have a crystal ball, but my hope is that we're going to bounce out of this thing because America needs it and is demanding it. So um, I, I'm trying to help them by keeping the lights on, keeping leads flowing in. Uh, if you're in a tough spot, if you're, you might already have people you're working with, but if you would like to potentially save money on that um, or work with consulting and an agency um, and you need a solution for your small business, um, I've got a really great uh, report that'll help you with this. It's free. You just opt in on my page called um, challengingtime.com. Go to challengingtime.com, opt in there, simple little form, just name and email. And then I will, uh, I've got a video there and I've got a, uh, a PDF that I email you uh, with some fantastic insights on how you can not just, it's not just a list of, you know, the stuff that you could find on a silly blog article like, you know, be sure to file your taxes or, you know, and it's not how to get a loan. It's actually um, how to survive and thrive if you want to play offense rather than just defense. And again, that's challengingtime.com. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back with some more information next time. And you're going to notice I'm talking more and more about this. Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, behavioral targeting. And I believe that is the future of marketing, uh, especially if you're trying to become a big business or you're already a big business. Uh, you're going to want to know about this, and that's coming up next time. Thank you for joining me. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Get Leads First podcast. To find more ways to generate leads for your business, visit GetLeadsFirst.com.